morning and welcome everybody. You're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88 right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network. Wherever you are, this is The Breakfast Show, positively different radio in the morning and you are with Lyle and Lyle this morning. In fact, I am here in the studio entirely by myself. I think I should celebrate. I think I should have a party this morning. There's nobody else here. I can do what I want. I can say what I want. It's my show today. Well, actually, no, it's not my show, and I can't do what I want, and I can't say what I want, because this is God's show. And so we're going to be talking about godly things today by God's blessings. Uh, However, I should mention that, um, yeah, I think that Lawson had some car trouble this morning, so producer Shell has ducked off to... Uh, go and pick Lawson up and set everything just running, uh, kind of by automatically. We hope it will continue to run. We have had a couple of technical difficulties here. We do apologize for being off air yesterday as we had a massive tree that came down and wiped out all electricity for like an entire day, maybe a day and a half. But we are back on air this morning and super thankful to be back on air. But our internet still has not come back on, so we're just, uh, yeah, kind of hot-spotting ourselves along, running an automatic show here this morning and seeing how we go. This is a reminder, you're listening to the delayed broadcast here on Faith FM. If you would like to listen to the live show live and participate in the quiz and the prizes and all the other fun things that happen on Faith FM Breakfast Show, then simply download the Faith FM app available on Apple or Android platforms. Out there, I do see movement in the car park. That might mean that uh, people are starting to arrive. I may have a co-host at some point and even a, uh, even, even a producer as people start to come pouring into the studio. But anyway, having said all that, I do want to wish all people today who are celebrating Thanksgiving a very, very blessed Thanksgiving Day. Thanksgiving, one of the uh, best uh, holidays, of course, on the entire calendar. I think everybody should have Thanksgiving, a Thanksgiving celebration once a day. Here comes Lawson running into the studio. He's in front of the microphone. Yo, what up? And it's time for our first song. This is Anna Beden.
Welcome back to Faith FM. We are so stoked to be here and what not. Um, <laughs> my, my memory's kind of failing me. I, I didn't. I don't know what happened. You, you had a stressful morning this morning. What, what happened, Lawson? Tell us all about it. <laughs> well, this is this is how it goes down. Basically, when I do something, like I make some grave mistake or something like that you know make uh-huh. do, do do something it always comes in twos for me okay it's something i've uh, noticed twos, for, twos. for a long time it's yeah. usually three yeah no it's for me it's twos oh, you're blessed so for me it's like i lock my keys in the car once and then i'll do it again a couple of weeks later and then i won't do it again for a year you know Right. That, that kind of thing and so if you remember a couple of weeks ago i left my keys in the ignition Yes. And I left my keys in the ignition again. And your battery was flat. And my battery was flat. Again. And unfortunately, I didn't have one. Like, yeah. Last time this happened, there was some absolute legends who were a couple doors down who helped me out. They had already left. And so I was just like, oh, well, yeah. And then Shell, 
comes in. Came to the rescue. Man, picks me up. What a legend. And then we screw screw back to the conference office and now we're here, living our best lives. That's amazing. Oh, at least you've got this out of your system for a while now. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's it's over. It's yep. good to go. And then yep. it's like tomorrow. Like, uh-huh. Oh, hey, Shell. <laughs> <laughs> Shell can just be my school and, bus. And now. Lawson has graduated from twos to threes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Lawson, what are you thankful for this morning? Ah, oh, look. Well, firstly, I'm thankful for Shell Southwell and all the amazing work that she does. As Guess what I'm thankful for this oh, morning? What are you thankful for? Shell Southwell. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> because okay, I have a special reason, and I'm going to rave on about this for a minute. Ah, oh, here we go. I have oh, a special reason for being thankful for Shell Southwell this morning, and I was going to share this yesterday, but I'm going to share it today because it's relevant for today. Because um, the 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 events that I'm going to share took place um, today, American time that happened in America, but the date was yesterday, so it was remembered yesterday by the date, but it actually happened uh, about three hours ago, mm-hmm. maybe four hours ago, thereabouts. Four hours ago and 25 years ago, that's a quarter of a century, I married Shell Southwell. you What a ledge. Yeah, there you go. 25-year anniversary, married to the most amazing woman on the planet, um, so yeah, just uh, oh, if only we had like some kind of high re- light reel blooper reel from like the last 25 years of your life <laughs> that we could play over radio and all the dumb things you said. <laughs> that would be, awesome. be boring. There's no dumb things on there. I've never said a dumb thing in my life. What are you talking about? <laughs> he hasn't sinned. <laughs> he says he hasn't sinned as a liar. <laughs> I just Oops. got a, I just got a text from Monica. She's like, wow, Lawson, late to the mic. So unprofessional. <laughs> oh, yes. Mon. Soon, classic mon who will soon be here, and mon who would come running up the driveway. Oh uh, dear! That's even when amazing. even when her car battery wasn't flat. But anyway, yeah, that's, that's all good. Goes. Well, t- oi, so a couple of days ago, I said after radio, this was on Tuesday. I was like, "Hey, I'm going to go record a song right now," and I went and did that. You did that. Yes, I went and I record. I went to this. Really- you are, are officially a recording artist. I am. Oh, I feel so professional. But at the same time, <laughs> so we went to this little studio. It was super nice and cool. He had really cool guitars. And I was like, okay, Lord, help me not to cover it. And then, um, and then we, uh, we got together and, you know, Did, by the time. Was your prayer answered? Amen. Um, by the time I got there, um, they were already recording and they gave me a lyrics sheet and I was like learning my lines, getting them down and whatnot. Um, I'm like, yeah, I, I got this, you know, went outside and warmed up my voice. I'm like, yeah, I can do this. And, uh, went into the studio and started singing. And let me just say, like, if you ever want to feel like a bad singer, just go to the studio. Just get someone to record you. Like, if you ever want to feel terrible. And that's because, right, so I, I sing for worship at church, like, and people generally say, oh, Lawson, you got a great voice. You know, I sing and I play guitar and a bunch of instruments. But legitimately, like, we would we would come to a verse. My section of the verse is two lines. Like, two lines is, like, united by prayer and daily fellowship um, through, um, sorry, united by... Prayer and daily fellowship. Um, you know, sorry. <laughs> this is what happened in the, the learning studio, of doctrine. We became equipped. That was my line, <laughs> and I recorded that like 
at least 15 times and to the point where they like so they recorded a bunch and you do it right but there will be like a little wobble they have super sensitive mics and they'll be like oh we gotta re-record that re-record it and then they'll get those 15 recordings and they'll kind of splice all of them together and so on one of my one of my lines i think it was in the chorus one of my choruses that i sang i used like i think it was like eight different recordings all spliced together as one to make a chorus. Okay, so so basically what you're telling us is that um, when it comes to recording, you don't actually hear the voice of the of the artist. It's all just kind of smoke and mirrors where they just they, they just kind of make it Legitimately, up. Legitimately, they're like, hey, Lawson, can you come in and just say this word for us? And it's like, oh, okay. And so they'll have the song playing and it'll just, they'll cut out that one word and you're just listening and it'll be like, you know, repentance and then like, so, or whatever it is, whatever word that you're supposed to say, you know, like... United, where you, where you'll say it on key properly without any wobbles, because you shouldn't be you shouldn't be telling us this on air. It is destroying my whole belief in human beings and their ability to do this amazing. Is, this is things. the thing, though, is it's that not, it's like not. that. I have even more respect for artists because of this. Okay, like and more respects for for artists in the fact that they just put so like they do really put so much into it and to like. And that's the thing. It's not that even if you do it, like, if you are if you just rock up and just are terrible, it doesn't mean it's going to be good. Because, like, there are a bunch of songs that have been released that have been mixed and mastered that I'm like, wow, that person sings really awfully. Um, and that's just because they're not a good singer. It's just the thing is, is that when okay. they're recording right. music... They're because I was starting so to get high words. hopes here for a minute that I could become a recording artist. Well, look, Lyle, you know... The Bible says I can do anything through Christ. Um, so who strengthens me? And he would have to do a lot of yeah. strengthening <laughs> <laughs> <But> <laughs> to make me into recording. But it was actually it was a really good experience, and uh, and like I'm just I'm just announcing we're going to have premiere playership on Faith FM of this song. So so it's got to be awesome. You guys got to listen. We 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 haven't had our uh, clue for our quiz oh, yet. Oh yeah, true. I should probably do that. Okay, this is a what number of my quiz? Are you ready? Yep. Numbers. So, you know, um, that really narrows it down to one in infinity, I guess. Um, what number am I, am I? Manasseh was this many years old when he became the king of Judah. Um, you're incorrect. Nah. <laughs> nah. Nah. Hate that. Okay. Rough gig. Oi, real quick. This is mm. something really interesting that I saw this morning. Did you know um, that everyone... Is rejoicing right now. Everyone. Everyone. Okay. Well, specifically people from America who like animals. But that's right. that's everyone to me, you know, because everyone should like animals. But basically, um, they are rejoicing because Donald Trump has signed a bipartisan legislation, a piece of bipartisan legislation officially making animal cruelty a federal felony. That never used to be a federal fel- nope. felony? Really? No. Nope. That was like just a state thing, I guess. Yeah, it was just a state thing. Well, there you go. So, yeah, in America now... Did that uh, need to happen because it was a state thing? Well... It's a good thing. It's a good thing. This yeah. is a very good thing. This is a very, I am very, very pleased to have to, to, to have this piece of legislation in in place because hopefully what it will do is short circuit a lot of uh, cruelty towards human beings. What you find is that animal cruelty often leads to human being cruelty, mm. and so people will often start with animal animal cruelty and work their way up the spectrum, 
And we're not talking about people who are obviously, you know, harvesting animals for, you know, food and that kind of thing. We're talking about people that um, torture animals and, you know, for the specific purpose of causing and creating pain. Um, and so in that kind of environment, you find somebody who is involved in something like that. They are extremely likely to go on and to do horrible, horrible things to human beings. And so if we can short circuit that by locking them up uh, before they get to human beings, that's Fully. a good thing. And honest, like the, the big you know push for this bill came after probably as a result, as a response to probably one of the most disgusting things that I've ever heard of, heard of called animal crushing videos. Apparently that got big, and I don't even want to go into what that is, but essentially these terrible videos of people hurting animals got really big, um, and because there was no... On, un- on the dark internet, I yeah, would imagine. Yeah, well, dark internet, whatever it may be, um, and because there the was no internet. underlying federal legislation against it, there was nothing that they could do until now. Now that they have a federal legislation, and go after they can guys. persecute these people. Lock them up, throw the key away is what things. I say. Absolutely. Yeah, terrible. Okay, this is Rebecca Osborne.
Welcome back, guys. That was Rebecca Osborne with uh, Praise the Lord with Glad Thanksgiving. We have uh, a bit of a Thanksgiving theme running through our um, breakfast show this morning and on the day that Donald Trump in the United States signs the federal law against animal cruelty into effect, he also pardoned two turkeys, gave them a presidential pardon. (laughs) From being eaten. From being eaten. (laughs) So, strange traditions in the United States, but... um, (laughs) Can't be a bad thing for those two turkeys. Oh, man. Pardon all the turkeys. Okay, what number am I? Yes. So, we know that this was how old Manasseh was when he became king of Judah. Here's the next clue. Paul Paul placed his hands on approximately this many men in Ephesus, and they received the Holy Spirit. Ah, uh, incorrect. <sighs> Double prizes. I had a, had, my gut was... The first number was my gut. The second number was a stab. All right, 1-800-324-843. If you know what the number is, give us a call and you'll win a prize completely for free. Or text us on 0491-064-669. While we are talking about Thanksgiving, did you know mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Thanksgiving is an official day of celebration in Australia? No, it's not. Yes, no, it like is. an official, as in like federal. It's a. Is it? Is it a public it's holiday? A, it's not a public holiday, but it's official. <laughs> Man, it's it's an official day of celebration in Australia. Yeah, no, right. So you did not know that. No. Okay, so it takes place in Norfolk Island, and it oh. has been celebrated in Norfolk Island. Um, since um, um, World War Two, when American servicemen were in Norfolk Island oh, and brought the tradition there, and it was um, oh sorry, no, not by American servicemen. Sorry, pre World War Two should say mm-hmm. the holiday was brought to the island by visiting American whaling ships. So back in the whaling era, and they have been celebrating Thanksgiving. Ever since then. And here's something interesting. It is celebrated on the last Wednesday of November. So we've always celebrated our Thanksgiving because we have Thanksgiving in our family in relationship to the last Thursday of November, but we're going to have to change it to the last Wednesday of November to, to be the Australian Thanksgiving. Mm. And I think this is the greatest thing ever. We have all kinds of holidays and celebrations that we have imported from you know all over the world, like Halloween and so forth which is a celebration of death. I think that this one is a celebration of life and is the most positive thing that there is and should be widely celebrated in Australia. I think that all Mm. Australians should have a day of Thanksgiving. Um, Thanksgiving is not actually as uncommon as what you might think it is. Of course, it originated in the United States, but Canada has Thanksgiving on the second Monday of October. Oh, there you go. It'd be kind of like New Zealand copying Australia on about Australia Day or something, wouldn't it? You know, because Canada is kind of like America's New Zealand. Mm. Um, but anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> rip off all the Canadians this morning. <laughs> and the New Zealanders. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> the reason we rip off New Zealanders is because they're smaller than us and we, we're sick of being ripped off by the Americans <laughs> who are bigger than us. Uh, How does it go? Austra- uh, America 1, Australia 2, New Zealand 3. It's like, I remember all those ads back in the day. It's like, hey, yeah. <laughs> America 1, Australia All two. good and amazing <laughs> countries that have a lot going for them. Okay, Classic. Granada has Thanksgiving. Granada? Uh, Granada does. Like in Spain? 
the West Indian island of Granada okay, in the Caribbean. Not, 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 not in Spain. what I was thinking. Okay. Not in Spain. I used to live near Granada. I was like, what? Why? But there you go. Okay. So, Granada, yep. the West The holiday Caribbean marks island. the anniversary of the US-led invasion in 1983 and the deposition and execution of the socialist Grenadian Prime Minister Maurice Bishop. Are they thankful for that? I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Um, anyway, that's their Thanksgiving. There you go. On a more positive note, Liberia has Thanksgiving. Um, do you know why Liberia has Thanksgiving? Do you know why Liberia is called Liberia? No. Do you know that there is a, that Liberia was a, an American colony created for African Americans as a place for them to go after um, they were freed in the, from slavery oh, in the United States. Okay. And so there's a connection between the two, um, and they have their Thanksgiving on the first Thursday of November rather than the last Thursday of November. So it's sort of, you know, it's connected between the two. Mm. But that's why it's called Liberia. Liberty. Liberty for the slaves. You are now free. You can Mm. go back to Africa. We will make a country for you. Unfortunately, that country does suffer from, uh, I guess, a lack of development Mm. that America could have put in there. Someone call, some would call that a lack of colonization. Um, that would be super controversial. That it? would be. But anyway, whatever. Netherlands, they have uh, Thanksgiving. They celebrate Thanksgiving in the uh, St. Peter's Church in Leiden in uh, the Netherlands because that's where the Pilgrim Fathers left for to travel to the United States. Oh, there you go. And there's a bunch of other Protestant churches that also have Thanksgiving there. Of course, the Philippines was an American colony in the first half of the 20th century and uh, celebrated Thanksgiving as a special holiday on the same day as the Americans. Um, Of course, that took place in secret during the uh, Japanese occupation during the Second World War. Mm. St. Lucia celebrates it on the first Monday in October. And then um, around the world, you have some similar holidays. Uh, Germany, Japan, the UK, India um, have similar sort of... um, holidays, harvest festivals, and so forth at that time of year, Mm. which are just days of being thankful for um, the blessings that God has given us through the year. Mm. So I think this is a fantastic holiday. I am a huge proponent of it. I think that it would be good for everybody's mental health. I think that it's an amazing opportunity just just to uh, to sit around, eat pie and more pie and... Um, have a massive food coma and <laughs> just be thankful for all the bountiful things that God has done in Amen. our world. Hey, you know what I'm thankful for right now at this second? What? Monica just sent me a text message. Oh, yes? With the correct answer to the question. No, no, no! <laughs> That's not allowed. <laughs> well, she, she can't win, obviously. She can't win. But she still beat you. <laughs> oh, unbelievable. <laughs> It's disgraceful. <laughs> Hanging my head in shame. <laughs> He's struggling. Man, the gears are turning. He's like glitching and like does not compute. Okay, I'm going to cover a more serious story. Okay. I'm going to change the subject. Nice. Our current drought. Mm. New South Wales and Queensland, 90% of streams and rivers are either low or dry. Oof. Um, catchments are at about 50%. Um. This is a result of one of the strongest Indian Ocean dipoles on record. And what that means is 
that there is warm water near Africa, cold water near Australia, and Australia is in drought. Mm. And so I want you to stop and think about this for a moment because we have to ask ourselves the question, you know, why is it that we have been you know, praying for the drought to break and it has not been breaking? Mm. Um you know it it, it uh, you know and we pray and pray and pray and pray for the drought to go away but it just doesn't go away and then i was looking at how this weather system actually works and the rain is shared between us and africa mm. and we all remember the great droughts that have gone through africa and when a drought goes through africa it's not just farmers who are losing livestock millions of people die mm. we don't have that in australia and right now, Africa, particularly the Horn of Africa, um, if you look at the weather forecast here for today, they're talking about 50 millimeters of rain across, you know, Ethiopia, Somalia, South Sudan. These are countries that are desperately, unimaginably poor mm. and do suffer from drought in the same way that Australia suffers from drought because when we're getting rain, they're getting drought. And I would say that, you know, while we're praying for rain, they're praying for rain as well. Mm. And in many ways, if we're going to share the rain around, then the rain probably should be is probably more important over there where they are actually subsistence farmers, mm. um, where if it doesn't rain, they die, whereas here in Australia we have the resources to keep people alive. Mm. Um, and so, you know, I guess if there's any kind of positive that we can look at this drought right now, it is that we are sharing our water with the other side of the world. Yeah, wow. Um, in, in a region of the world that is in desperate, desperate poverty and desperate, desperate need of it. Mm. Um, anyway, this is Wendell Kingborough. We will say in that day. You will see there a highway from God's own hand That will lead back the lost to the promised land and the voice of the Savior will call us friends Saying join in the song of the Lord We will call back our armies returned from war And we'll make into plowshares our useless swords Very soon to forget what they once were for When we join in the song of the Lord we will say in that day to the Lord give thanks We will not be afraid for He comes to say We will shout, we will call every tribe and race Come and join in the song of the Lord You will see there a banquet for sinners spread where we'll sit with the Lord at the table's head And our shepherd himself is our wine and bread And we'll join in the song of the Lord We will say in that day to the Lord give thanks We will not be afraid for he comes to say We will shout, we will call every tribe and race Come and join Oh, oh, oh. 
Welcome back to Faith FM, continuing on with the show here. Um, we've come to our interview section, but before we get into that, let's do another clue for the quiz. What number am I? Lyle. Are you, are you ready? I'm struggling with okay, this Okay, what I number am, am I? So we know that, you know, the Manasseh was this old when it became the king of Judah, that Paul placed hands on approximately this many men in Ephesus and they received the Holy Spirit. Okay, here we go. Oh, you Okay, you'll get it on this one. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Jesus healed a woman who had been subject to bleeding for this number of years. Oh, 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 mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> so double I prizes. I'm completely blank on it. Double prizes up for grabs today. I'm going to hide the answers card because you're just going to get more and more hungry to just look over to my side of the desk and try and sneak the answer. one 800 And if you know what this is, you'll get the prize completely for free. But two of them, not just one of them, two of them. I know what it is now. No, anyway, you don't. Yes, I do. Okay. All right. We have uh, Johnny's in the studio this morning, Dr. Sven Erstring. Welcome to the show, Dr. Sven. Thank you very much, Lyle. Good to be back. Yeah, it's been a while since we've had you on the show, but we're super excited that you can uh, be joining us again. And I'm glad you got the power back here in the studio. Oh, yes. <laughs> we, uh, we have the power. Okay. So your office is in the same building. It is. What happened with you yesterday? Well, I arrived at work and I got just turned away. There so you go. They sent me home. <laughs> so maybe, maybe we should have uh, you know the power outage on sort of like a regular basis to kind of go and take a day off somewhere along the line. Are you good at cutting power lines um, or making trees fall down? I'm good at cutting trees down. <laughs> oh, dear. So we did have a massive tree that came down outside the studio here. And it did... Uh, I'm assuming that was the tree that did the damage, but I really don't know. It was, it was. Um, that was the tree. Say, we had no power at all all day yesterday. I got a text message late last night uh, from Owen saying to come into the studio that mm. uh, the power was back on. So, nice. Very nice. Yeah, all good news. Dr. Sven, we are talking this morning about the subject of truth. Yes. What is truth? Famous question by Pilate. Ask this question. Um, and of course, you know, as Christians, we always st- st- turn around and say, well, truth was standing in front of him the whole time. But how do we, how do we trust that? How do we actually, you know, is there such a thing as truth? Well, it's very interesting. The story that you mentioned, Lyle, is when Jesus was standing before Pilate and the, the Jewish leaders, the Jewish religious leaders were, were wanting to convict him. Uh, and have him executed. And so, so Pilate was actually talking to him about and, and saying, well, who are you? And Jesus says, you know, um, I'm, uh, they say you're a king. And, um, and Jesus was just talking to him. And he said, look, everybody who listens to the truth, 
who is of the truth comes to me, listens to me. And at that point, Pilate responds with that very question, what is truth? Mm-hmm. And I think in the, in the day and age in which we live, that is a really, really important question. Mm-hmm. It's interesting what how is these, truth? It's interesting. What, what I find, I, I'm sorry, I butted in. Um, and I have to learn not to do that. But what I do find is but. interesting how these concepts cycle their way through history. It is very interesting, yes. Because yes. we talk about, you know, our day and age where truth has become very subjective and that it's a, uh, you know, it's kind of a, a, a signature of or a, a sign of the uh, era in which we live. But it's not new. No, it isn't. It isn't. And it, it's, it is, the, the concept today is that truth is subjective. So your truth is your truth and my truth is my truth. So Lawson has a different truth to you and, and to, to me. And and that's uh, the the technical term is postmodern, mm. uh, which which gets a bit heavy. Yeah. But but that idea and and look, it has a good kind of basis in the sense that you know you could really love salted caramel gelato. Just just think about that. Mm-hmm. That 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 you could love yeah, it. Yeah. That, I could. Where, whereas uh-huh. whereas um, Lawson here loves cookies and cream. Um, you know, bull ice cream, mm. and, and for me, I'm a lemon gelato, and and so what is what is the truth? Well, you could say we all like different ice cream. You know, there, it's there a celebration. No it's a celebration of the differences that we have as human beings. Exactly, exactly. So if I came along to you and said lemon uh, sorbet or gelato ice cream is the truth, and you go like, no, it isn't. Because you're a salted caramel man, or maybe you're not, but raspberry, raspberry. There you go. There you go. Raspberry so, all day long. <laughs> so, so, so this idea that that we could have different things we we like, and there is no kind of central true ice cream. Uh, you know what I mean? But but there's a problem with that idea, and that is this: is that not everything depends on you and is is personal taste. There there are some things which really are true. For example. Gravity is true for all of us. You know, no matter whether you like it or you don't, if you go up into the roof of the studio and you say, I don't like gravity, so I'm just going to jump off with no kind of, you know, um, hang glider or anything like that, you're going to fall no matter who you are. Mm -hmm. Even if you... Yeah, even if you're a flat earther, you're going to fall off. Even if you're a flat earther, yes, you go, you're going to fall off this, this building. And so that's the, the, the truth is that there is, there is truth which applies to all of us. Now, there, there's two kind of areas where, where people tend to say, okay, well, truth is subjective. It depends on you. Number one is, uh, first of all, they often talk about, you know, literature. So literature is a big one and it often occurs with the, the, you know, the academics and whatever, because you read a book and you think, okay, well, this is the interpretation I get out of it and you might have a different kind of truth. That's one thing. But it, that's a sort of like academic, it's in the libraries, you know, if you like reading novels, whatever. But there is a really important one and these other two are really important. Number two is moral truth. Mm. And this is really thing. This is important. So it's like Lawson has his moral truth, and I have his, have my moral truth. Just like Lawson may love. What is your favorite ice cream, by the way? 
Oh, um, it's it's uh, salted Cook. caramel. Oh my goodness! Salted, salted caramel. They have vegan salted caramel gelato at one of the oh. shops in the middle of Newcastle. It's called Poplars, and it is where it's at. Oh, you're making me hungry right now. Yeah, we can but, go but, get lunch. So, so the thing is, just like Lawson loves salted vegan caramel gelato. Yes, oh, from Poplars. Um, and and me, I'm a lemon gelato fan. So so the thing is, the same concept comes up with regards to morality. So you have your moral values, and I have mine. And the idea is, well, we we just choose. But the fact is, this is that there are moral values which do apply to every one of us. Mm. And uh, you know, things like it it is wrong to sexually abuse children. Mm. Yes, universal. Universal, right there, right, right there. I mean, I know that that that's pretty. That's a pretty harsh thing to talk on a breakfast show, but it's oh, it's yeah. true. Uh-huh. And it's 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 true that it's morally wrong to to kill people. Mm-hmm. It's it's true that it's morally wrong to 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 lie. Even though some people may say, okay, well, I'll try and get around it, but it's still morally wrong. So there's moral truths that apply to all of us. Okay, okay, but if we just evolved. Why? Why is it morally wrong to kill? I mean, if 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 killing somebody um, gives me a better chance for you know for my genetic material to be passed on to somebody else, then isn't that actually a moral thing to do from a evolutionary perspective? Well, it's it's a advantageous uh, thing to do, um, but it's not necessarily the the moral thing to do because there might be other reasons there might be altruistic reasons where where you should think of the good of others as well mm-hmm. so so the what these moral truths uh really tell us is that we didn't evolve yes that, absolutely. that is what it's really telling absolutely. us because if evolution is true then morality would be evolving as well but if there are things which apply to all of us that that it's wrong to sexually abuse children, then that means that we didn't evolve. God because created us in His image, and that includes morality as well. There's a, there's no reason why we could not be successful as a species without morality. Because if you look at, say, for instance, you know, certain animals within the animal kingdom that have no morality, they have no relationships, they have no love, they are solitary creatures, they are brutal. They um, will kill and eat just about anything, and yet they are very successful at passing on their genetic material. That's right. Um, so we as human beings could be the same, except but we're not. that we're not. That's correct. And, and you universally can, we are not. You, you can even take it down to more basic kind of level. So if you get these two big rocks out in space, and this huge big rock comes crashing into a smaller rock, blows it to smithereens, has that big rock done anything morally wrong? No. No, not it's at just all. it's just flying through space, doing what big rocks do. It's just random. It's just random. Whereas for us, if you're the big big dude in this studio and you come intentionally crashing into, <laughs> I'm not going to say little Lawson, but wow, wow. <laughs> if you come crashing into yeah. him <laughs> and, never, and just been, smash I've... him to smithereens, and you knew you did it, and you chose to do it, uh, that is morally wrong. I've never been called the big dude before. <laughs> <laughs> but let, let's move on to I'm another. taller than Lawson But I'm def- I probably don't weigh anymore But anyway <laughs> but, but let's move on to another area with truth And that is religious truth And that is a big, big, big one Because yeah, we could say Okay, Lawson, Lawson uh, is a Baha'i 
Okay, well, he's not. But let, let's, for, um, for hypothetical purposes, say he's a, he's a Baha'i believer and I'm a Seventh-day Adventist. So, so he has his religious truth and I've got my religious truth and I shouldn't criticize him because we're just, we're just different. Um, and, and where do you go with that? Yeah, and that's an interesting question. I mean, the the Baha'i, I think they just uh, celebrated what is the two hundredth anniversary birthday of the Bab or something or other um, a couple the of days Bula. ago. Bab the Bab, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so an, an interesting religion that is very non-judgmental. Yes, um, yes. You know, when you compare it to other religions, and this is, I guess, is one of the reasons why people have found that to be, you know, attractive. Um, but you know, should we? Is there a place for being judgmental in in religion? The thing is that what Jesus says is, He says, "I am the way and the truth and the life." Mm. And everyone who is of the truth or interested in the truth listens to my voice. And that's the the big thing we we have to be faced with is because if Jesus is the truth, then we really want to to listen to Him. Mm. You know okay, I mean? so that's a big claim to make, and obviously, it is a big claim. Um, somebody needs to actually investigate that claim to find out, you know, whether it's true or not. I encourage everybody to, yes, you know, jump into your Bible, have a read. But there's, there's another another yourself. thing as well. Jesus said, um, you know, you if you um, come to know me, then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Mm-hmm. And that's really amazing that, that you could come to know the truth. And let me give you one example. Uh, Jesus, at the end, just before he went to Pilate, he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, and he prayed a prayer. He prayed a prayer for, for all of us, and, and even further than that, uh, I would say for everybody listening to this program as well. And he said to them, he prayed a prayer to God, and he said, sanctify them by your truth. And what he's saying here is very, very important. And I think this is really significant. It's significant for Christians as well. Because even, even a Christian could say, well, you're a Seventh-day Adventist, but I'm a Baptist. Don't judge me. You know, mm-hmm. or, or whatever. What he's saying here is sanctify them by the truth. Why is, why is that so important? What does sanctify mean? Sanctify means to, to grow, mm-hmm. to become, to, to grow, to become more like God. And this is the issue, Lyle and Lawson, is that God has, there's a truth about God, just like there's a truth about you. There's a truth about God. And if we have a wrong picture of God, guess what? Our growth, spiritual growth is stunted. Mm. And so if, um, and we see that all around the world. We talk to atheists, um, Lawson, and, and the atheists would say, I reject a God who would torture people forever in hell. Me and too. The, and me too. <laughs> and the thing is, they've got a wrong picture of God. If you've got a wrong picture of God, you'll never be able to rise above the picture you have of him. Mm. And that's why the truth that we see in Jesus is so important. When you look at Jesus, you see the truth about God, who mm. God really is, and you can grow to become more and more like him. It's incredible. Absolutely. And of course, it was Jesus who not only said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, he said, um, the truth will set you free, mm. and he said, I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. It's amazing. Yeah, it's I inter- love it. It's interesting with that, like, from, from my perspective, it's just like God is an absolutionist. He's saying, like, there is one total truth 
that is higher above everything, like a real solid truth. And the reason that I want to give you that to you is so you know that how much I love you. Like God loves us so much that he wants to bring us to all truth so that we're Absolutely. not settling for wrong pictures or mediocrity. He's just like, yes, know the truth. And that is that I love you. This is Ali Rogers with Ferris Lord Jesus. We'll be back after this. Drugs or alcohol a problem in your life? 
Alcohol Drugs Assist, or ADA, is a 12-step recovery program designed to help you escape the hold of addictions in a friendly and judgment-free environment. ADA meets regularly, and if you'd like to attend, give Peter a call or text on 0487 907 879. That's 0487 907 879. My name is Pastor BJ, and I'd like to invite you to join us at Bunbury Seventh-day Adventist Church. We are a vibrant church community that meets every Sabbath at 9.30am for Bible study, followed by a worship service at 11am. There are a number of groups that meet throughout the week where we eat, share, and study the Bible together, including groups for families and young people. For more information, please contact me on 0422-896-553. That's 0422-896-553. You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. That this world could hold The father's riches seemed to overflow But all he wanted was you A blameless man who feared God Turned away from evil The greatest man his land had ever known But all he wanted was you Tempter came to try to set the Lord against his soul To strip away all that he'd ever owned But all he wanted was you Yeah, just you Just you Friends 
they travel for days to give him counsel now But they don't know what they say, they only tear him down He starts to question their ways, it seems they've led him wrong But then he starts to complain, that's when we hear the sound A voice that comes from the wind is here to question you And since you've tried to contend, I hope you hear the truth That all the wind stars and skies, the raging seas, the waters rise, you can't deny I'm the one that all this has come through Cause I'll always be and I've always been Wherever you've gone I've been with you then Humble your heart, fall on your knees Trust in my ways when still you can't see When I can't see I trust you Falls into the ground Covers his hand to his mouth So words won't utter out My God, your wonderful ways No man can understand So now I'll give you my days Cause all I need is you